0: How are you? Hope you're fine. This is the Shaggy Show. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck to you, mate. Oh, it's the Shaggy Podcast. Oh,
1: there's going to be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie, and then I. Down to the neck. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. I see your mental
0: condition is improving. Is it metaphorical? Is it deep? Is it deep? Without a He's not all that shy, is right. Jeez. me Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, people.
1: Hello, people. Quack,
0: 666,
1: 666, 666, 666. Bonjour, avenues, Hello. Hello welcome to another episode of the Charlotte Podcast with me, Paul The Shaggy. How are you doing? I'm all right. So, uh, what's this episode going to be about? Well, we've got a special guest. Um, come to talk to us about some TV. Can you guess who it is? Well, I'll let you think about it, and let's run the theme music, and when we come back, I'll, I'll reveal all. I'll also tell you who our guest is. All right, run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, well, it's a positive
0: theme point. The High Life, the Shy Life.
1: You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. I mean, I'll, I'll go anywhere for a taste of Delicious. Hello, captors. How are
0: you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Go shy, Eddie. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret.
1: Do you
0: think
1: he has? I love the Eddie it's my favourite thing. <laughs> if you thought that was bad, just listen
0: to this. Yeah, I am strangely drawn to younger John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat more body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sauce? It's all green and easy. Yup, 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 yup. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin.
1: It's the shy life podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah.
0: Look, mommy, I'm famous. <laughs> marvellous, marvellous,
1: Paul. Hi there. So, listeners, did you guess who our special guest is? Um, and um, yes, uh, have you thought about it? Yes. It's. I'll tell you. It's Uncle Warren. Hi, Uncle Warren. How are you doing? Hello. Are <laughs> okay, you doing? You're doing your. Um, coconut jim impression there he's I am. yeah
0: <laughs> hello everyone yeah. how are you all this dear listener <laughs> i think they're i think they're just having a nap they'll, they'll let you know later they'll <laughs> email you with their, don't with forget phones. to go to his patreon page and buy some of his goodies oh uh, i uh, red bubble red bubble um, oh you got a red bubble have I've you all red... i like, got cream for that somewhere? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> um, um, With a new applicator. I- I'm pleased to
1: announce that uh, right up we're, not expe- we're not expecting anything too traumatic this episode. We're not expecting too much drama or um, we're not expecting anyone f- to fall down a well. We're not expecting you to get mobbed by fans. We're not expecting...
0: Um, well, I'm off then. Uh, oh. I'm off. Uh, I'm, I'm not hanging around for that. Sorry, <laughs> it's not going to happen, It's not like. <laughs> <why. laughs> That's not what my agent told I, uh, me. I, 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 you have I, an agent, yes, a
1: postal agent. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I I did want to ask you a question, and, and, and I wasn't expecting <laughs> you just to talk about TV. It's only you and me, Paul.
0: Ask away. Uh,
1: uh, um, see, I was I, well. I have heard um, that I, I was talking to, to to Mr. Mr. Trowbridge and Mr Lisa, and and I asked how. Things were, and they said that you popped around to see them quite recently. And I said that well, that's nice because he's kind of popped round to see me soon too. And anyway, they said that you'd had a little, a little accident—a uh, mospros. No, they said, <laughs> 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 I'm a little flash. Now, <laughs> Listen, listeners, that's an in-joke, and we're not telling you what it means. Um, no, um, they said that you'd had a little accident when eating Chinese food the other day. That um, you'd had fortune cookies. But um, you, you, you ah, chomped yes. away at your fortune cookie, and you you swallowed the message. So you 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 never you you never um, found out what your fortune was.
0: I've got little bits of paper appearing from strange orifices. Uh, well, that sounds pretty normal for me, but. Uh, um,
1: uh, I, I just wondered because I, I I was look, I looked on Google uh, as to whether you know I was a bit concerned I was, I was a bit concerned I, I wondered whether you know what sort of inks on the paper or you know um, and, and um, I, I looked onto Google yellow you know, and, uh, well it said that um, it, it said that the only known side effect of swallowing a uh, fortune cookie hole was that sometimes you you get a sort of a uh, feeling of premonitions. Um, it, it's almost like you've
0: become a fortune cookie, uh, in a way, or, or you are able to predict things. My goodness, if I became a fortune cookie, I'd eat myself. <laughs> I'd have enough food for a month. That would be they're very boring, though, aren't they? Fortune cookies. They are a little bit dry, <laughs> yeah.
1: but I, I'm moist inside, so it may help. <laughs> um, they're sort of
0: slightly lemon, like lemony, aren't they? Are they? Are they or is that just me? Um, I think that's just you because the last one I had wasn't lemony. Are you sure you didn't need the little uh, hand wipe with it uh, as well? Well, uh, I, 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 well, I do wonder where they'd been storing them because
1: I, I, I we, we, did a, an episode not so long ago where um, we all, well, get Getty uncle John, and um, and Cromarty and I, we, we we all opened up our fortune cookies and um, then, well, we read our fortunes and actually the fortunes that actually did come, come come to pass, so I'm, I'm sort of mm. uh, you know, I'm well, beginning to believe that there is more to these fortune cookie thing, thing than, than I first imagined
0: but Well, the, the, the thing was you see, I was um, thinking of looking into this, looking into the future, because, mm. you know, I've had a, a few weird premonitions in the past mm. about the future mm. and I thought of getting a reticule, mm. that's balls to you folks, uh-huh. Um, but this um negated the fact that I um can put my ball in my pocket and take it with me now because mm. I've had the uh I've had the op uh, and uh I can just refer to my cookie,
1: but, but well, that's marvelous. Um, I, I well, obviously you're here for a cup of tea and, and, a, and a slice of cake and, and to talk about some TV and we'll be moving on to that in a moment but I did wonder if... Have if a we, cake. I did wonder if before we finish to, to today no, no, so, no. Um, whether, whether you, you you might
0: see... Moist if, Victoria if you, finger. You are Sorry, cake. I was just oh, thinking of moist Victorian fingers. Well, we can arrange
1: that, I'm sure. Um, I, 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 yes, I was thinking... If perhaps towards the end of the show, you might like to sort of see whether you
0: can predict anything about the Charlotte podcast for future oh. episodes. Um, uh, oh, oh, I, 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 can predict something. Yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's, it's, it's gone. Oh, right, well, well, I'll
1: give you some time. <laughs> I'll give you some time, and um, let's just let's just um, talk about some, some TV first. Um, now. I don't know whether it'll happen or not. Comedy's downstairs in the laboratory. He's He's got work to do uh, in the laboratory. So if you hear any noises, any banging... Oh, um, heck. It might be comedy. but... Uh, um,
0: oh, no, you know what happened last time he was banging around at his laboratory? We had the chemical people here.
1: Oh, really? oh no. Uh, well, well, no, it, it, it's, it, it should be OK. It's probably going to be more like uh, the odd beep or maybe like, like like an alarm going off or something. But uh, <laughs> I thought we might talk about the the year in TV, well, British TV 1971. Um, we, well, I've got a list of episodes we've covered.
0: 52 years ago. No. 52 years ago. <laughs>
1: oh. I've yeah. got a list of the years we've done, so I know we haven't done this one. But, uh, some of these earlier years, as you may remember, nothing happens. <laughs> so uh, there were some years... Gosh,
0: it was boring back in those days,
1: <laughs> wasn't it? Whereas some years, so much happens that it takes an hour and a half to, to to get halfway through the year. So we'll see what sort of year 1971 is, and and if it's a quick one, right. we might do another year, but um, slide another one in surreptitiously. Yeah, let, let me get my information. Uh, yes, information. This, this look, it looks like only two or three things per uh, per month, so we might go through it quite hmm. quick. So. On the 3rd of January 1971, BBC Open University broadcasts begin on BBC Two. Um,
0: so I, I was I, asleep then. Yeah, I think you were, you, you, were just, <laughs> you were less than one years old. I was less than one years old and I was asleep. I think everyone was asleep then, weren't they? Yeah. So I guess, because my, my memory of Open University is that everybody looked like
1: they were... Dressed from the early seventies, so they they actually probably look modern. That, that might have
0: gathered because it was nineteen seventy-one. Yeah, so, so least... and they're in black and white, weren't they? And had beards, and even the women yeah. had
1: beards. Yeah, so, so so these episodes, these early episodes, probably looked really modern. Uh, it's just that they never moved on from <laughs> nineteen seventy-one. But...
0: What made me laugh about the Open University was, and has made me think, because they they always broadcast these programs at the end of major uh, the major transmission day so they'd be in the early hours of the morning Mm. or in the afternoon when most people have a snooze or at work Mm. but um so if you're at work and you're doing the open university on the side basically you've got to stay up all night. Yeah, Mm. (laughs) i mean you can always tell an open university student because they must have packing cases under their eyes (laughs) not bags uh, I mean, it wasn't, it's not so long ago that, uh, Treby I don't Lisa, know why my voice is so high today. <laughs> it's
1: not so long ago that Troby, Lisa and I tried our open universe, university, which, Ooh. Uh, but, um, we've, we've done a couple of episodes of those. We haven't done anything recently, but, uh, yeah. it doesn't seem to be much of a take up from aliens, unfortunately, but, uh, yeah. um, but we'll, we'll keep, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll do another one soon. Is it the fees? If, yeah, I, th- I think so. It's difficult working out the currency. Or is it the canteen food, probably? The trouble is you need to get an expert. So, you know, if you, want, you have a student from Jupiter and they say, oh, uh, we're prepared to pay, I don't know, and they come up with their currency, we, have, we don't really know how the
0: exchange rate works. They might be uh, trying to fleece us, but... Uh, you need to get in Professor Holst. Yeah. He's an expert on planets. Mm. Well...
1: Another thing that happened in January 1971 is that Valerie Barlow was electrocuted by a faulty hairdryer and then she's in a house fire on Coronation Street. Oh, yeah, and in a
0: house fire as well. Yeah, I don't remember the house fire bit. I remember. No. I remember she. Didn't she. um, Wasn't it badly wired? Yeah, I remember her getting and, electrocuted. But I don't and she it. had like the what the bare wires tied to uh, matchsticks, and they were plugged into the socket. Yeah. And she pulls it slightly, and of course the full um,
1: yeah.
0: removes the sort of neutral, When mm. she gets the full fur, She's like a little bit she sort of stands there, shakes, and yeah. that's it. That's it, it, the end of it.
1: And, and and when did the house fire come in? Because she had a, she was she was she had a fag on the go at the same time. I'm not sure. I can't... <laughs> I mean, I have seen that. I have seen that Perhaps for Perhaps she
0: long. spontaneously
1: combusted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, of course, she she um, ends up going on lots of other different TV programs and films for, for, uh, over the next fifty years. But
0: uh, and uh, uh, basically, her career took off once she yeah. dubbed Coronation yeah.
1: She was on it for about ten years. Oh. Um, so, uh, listeners who don't know, uh, she played by an actress called Anne Reed who's done all sorts of things uh, and. Um, yeah she's one of my favourite actresses I think uh, but uh, I haven't seen a great deal of her Coronation Street um, episodes but uh, yeah, she's done a Doctor Who hasn't she um, she's, done, yep. she's done, done some Russell T. Davis things Well, he's one one of my favourite Russell T. Davis um Things mm. I can't remember the title of, but it was, it was very good. <laughs> no, she's <done laughs> it's
0: so good, so good.
1: It's wiped itself. <laughs> um, we, we, I think we actually during an episode of Chatterbox, I think we talked about Anne Reid and all the things she'd done. Um, looking to see of all the many things she has done, which shows she has been on and which shows she hasn't been on. Um, sometimes she, when you look back at your, when you look at somebody's IMDb rec- record, you're you're sort of surprised. Oh, did they do an episode of that? Oh, or, or did they do an episode of that? Or you kind of presume, oh, they must have done an episode of Tales the Unexpected or something. And then, she was the
0: last changel happen... in Halifax, oh, wasn't yes. she?
1: Um, with
0: um With
1: the master. No, with, with the, the master. The master. <laughs> it, with... Oh, sorry, Tompkins. Oh. has gone off downstairs now. Um... Oh, there we go! I'm finding out about uh, it's Derek Jacobi. It's yeah. him. It's Derek Jacobi. Jacobi. Yeah, and whilst we're Never. here, I'm going to find out what this thing is with Rusty Davis, which I enjoyed so much and forgotten the name of. It was the I one mean, which... that's all about um, years and years. It's the one that's all about, uh, well, which kind of pre- has predicted pretty much the last. I think uh, what, what year was it on? It was on 2019. It was it's sort of, it's kind of predicted everything from Brexit onwards <laughs> and, and, and it was it was really good she was like the matriarch I'm
0: going back to 1971 right uh, so I think oh she was Wendoline I didn't realise she was Wendoline in, in what in sort? Wallace and Gromit oh. uh, close shave
1: uh, right, yeah. this is the thing when you start looking you the, the, you think you know most of the things they've done until you realise you 't know half of it or, or oh she was my, one of my favourite films Hot Fuzz yes yeah. um mm. So in February 1971, after nearly three months, the ITV colour strike ends and programmes resume being Made in Colour.
0: Ah, now that explains why um, um, some of my early um, 70s ITV stuff's in BMW, because um, one of the programmes to suffer the most for the whole of the first season was Upstairs Downstairs. Oh, yes. Filmed in uh, BMW.
1: Yes, I've I've, I've gone my way through. Upstairs, Downstairs, because
0: it was... I prefer that to Downton Abbey, do you?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, I've never really bothered... I watched the first season of Downton Abbey and didn't hate it, but didn't no. like it enough to bother with season
0: two. It, 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 you know, it's not my cup of tea, other people's, and I don't, I don't knock anyone for that, but I just found um, oh, perhaps it's just because I like old telly, and I'm, mm. I'm not being curmudgeonly, I'm just thinking well, um, Upstairs, yeah. Downstairs, because it had
1: Gordon Jackson in, basically. Yeah, they, they um, filmed the last episode of Upstairs Downstairs in the college that shall not be named where I worked um, Ooh. because they needed a. I think there was a wedding or something in the last episode and they because they, it was sort of set in the area where I worked and, uh, oh yes
0: yeah, of course and, wasn't it yes. I, and I
1: used to walk past on the way to on the way to Sloan Square or to Kings Road to pop to the music shop at lunchtime. So, um, once a week I'd, tend, I'd, I'd sort of sometimes walk past the actual house or the outside of the house that they would use for um, out, um outside or arrivals um uh I, on upstairs downstairs so i kind of got to the stage where I, I think i had a dream about it i had a dream about it or i saw a program about the whole show and then just thought oh i probably ought to watch upstairs downstairs this was about at least 10 years ago after i'd worked there for quite a while already but
0: uh, i had a weird dream last night do you want to hear about
1: it yes please
0: it involved <laughs> dicky davis
1: okay um shall we we better we better set the scene for the listeners who don't know who dicky davis, Dickie
0: davis was if you could imagine um every saturday between sort of lunchtime and five o'clock there would be a sports program on um commercial television here called world of sport mm. and it would show various sports and there would be this dapper chap with this interesting um uh, mustache wouldn't he mm called Dickie davis he was a bit of a character he's still alive actually so careful what you no there. he's not he's not oh no he is just dead Very he recently passed dead. away <laughs> he's just dead like someone's passed you a bit of paper no, but, but he's I, just dead the thing yeah, is I he clicked, died
1: about three months ago when i clicked on it it did they had not i think the first thing i clicked on they hadn't updated that he was that he ah. that hadn't updated but i got onto wikipedia and yes he's only he's just died quite recently he was 94 Yes, a very good He age. could still be listening, those, so be careful.
0: Yes, I'd be careful. No, no, I quite like Dickie Davies. Yeah. And I liked him in my dream because um, we were in his v- uh, villa in the south of France. And how that, enf- how that came into my head, I don't know. <laughs> but we were in the villa in the south of France, and I was interviewing him about his time on Doctor Who. Mm. And he was telling me about how they'd offered him the part when Troughton went. <laughs> and he was really disappointed. Because he couldn't make the appointment, and pertwe got his slot <laughs> <laughs> and then my dream just went on to these bizarre bizarre scenes from various Pertwee stories, but pertwe's missing, and he's replaced by Dicky Davis <laughs> <laughs> I had eaten too much cheese that evening, yeah so He'd obviously. Not- Dickie Davis is is triggered in my head by some uh, a nice slice of Stilton. We, we shall never know what,
1: whether he would have made a good actor because he's not known for acting; he's known for presenting. No, he's
0: not. He's a TV <laughs>
1: sports he, presenter. He would have He, he would have been <laughs> like. Uh, he would have been like. Um, uh, the Brigadier uh, this is uh, my bad impression of being Do- Doctor the, the, the Cyber well, I might as well bring the Cybermen in because he, the Cybermen never c- came into Doctor Who during John Pertry so uh, as we're living in this fictional world oh yes they world, did well they did in that thing on the scope Carnival uh, uh, monsters. monsters yeah, yeah they appeared
0: was, on the uh, scope yeah, but, yeah. but,
1: but, but in this fictional world where Dickie Davis took over as Doctor <laughs> Who um, huh. then, uh, then we might as well have the Cybermen as well so uh, Brigadier comes in Doctor the Cybermen are uh, a loose and so the doctor, played by Dicky, Davis... I'm riding
0: the 4.30 at Cheltenham. Yeah. he goes We've there. He to starts, stop
1: them. And then he goes, he starts, he goes up and he starts interviewing them. Mr. Um, Cyberman, um, why is it that you think... And, and also, how do you think... You, what chances do you think you have in, in, in the FA Cup this year? <laughs> uh, yeah, that would probably... The Cyberman would just be so confused. they get back in their spaceship and leave.
0: They're playing a 4-4-2 configuration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever that is.
1: Quite... I mean, that might actually have made me interested in sport, the idea of Cybermen playing, playing tennis. Do, do you
0: think um, we wouldn't have had Bessie? We would have had... Because at the opening titles, for, for those who don't know, the opening titles of World of Sport used to be three aeroplanes towing um, uh, mottos behind them that just spelt out World of Sport. Mm. Uh, can you imagine that... Um, that um, Dickie Davis would arrive in one of the aircraft instead of having Bessie. I think so. I mean. I mean he, what, what, what sort of motto could he be towing? Um,
1: keep your hands off, cybermen. <laughs> 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 Final um, score. I mean, yeah, I mean, he would have had a similarity to Pertwee if he, in that uh, he would probably have been quite an action man, maybe.
0: I reckon he could have been an action man. I reckon he, um, because we were going through the period of um, sort of um, men dressing up all in black and delivering boxes of chocolates to sultry women with teeth decay. Mm. um in, in milk tray chocolate adverts, mm. in shark-infested waters, mm. and I could see him doing that. I could see him in all action, but I could see him dressing as poetry. That was the thing. He, in my dream, he had the 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 um, the, the, the frilly shirt mm. and and the, the the you know the all um, oh, the the jacket, and I could see him doing that. And I I could see him working with. I- um, Katie Manning I think they work a tree I've got another
1: I've got another suggestion though because 1971 is the year that the master came into Doctor Who Could Dickie Davis played a made a good master because he had a moustache um are
0: you <laughs> telling me that all we need to play the master is a
1: moustache <laughs> well, that's pretty much
0: that's pretty much how it went later on but uh, um, yeah that's true even if they didn't have a moustache they had to have a stuck on one um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know he's too no he's too nice, too nice. to play the master mm. he's yeah. You know, he's too nice it could um, be like
1: Derek Jacoby going back to Derek, Derek Jacoby it, it all comes together Derek Jacoby played played a very nice character who was the master but he'd forgotten that he was the master and then it was unleashed and he became evil <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, oh, I suppose yeah, he could be hiding yeah. with his watch, couldn't he? Do you think then um, he r- he would rig Accrington Stanley to win the FA Cup? Yeah, I think so.
1: What 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 would his Tardis be? Um, a horse box. Well, that's actually how the the master. Yeah. In oh yeah, Real I suppose Dr. we could keep the horse box. Yeah, yeah. The horse box. Um, it's just a shame we didn't have Derek Jacobi for longer as the master. I think I guess I think he might have done some big finish, but that's not that doesn't quite count. But. Um,
0: I like Derek Jacobi.
1: I would he much rather, the master. Yeah. I would have much rather had him than John Sim. I was not a fan of John Sim Master, but there we go. Um, uh, we, we can talk about that we, one day when we talk about 2000 and whatever, the, <laughs> that, whatever year that <laughs> was. There you go.
0: That was my weird dream. Well, Dickie Davis as Doctor Who, or not, as the case may be. But in my world, he gets my vote.
1: Uh, that's good. That's taken up at least ten minutes of the show, so that's good. It's all, it's all material. <laughs> have some more dreams. Have some more dreams. The next time, please.
0: yeah, I can't repeat those. Oh well, we can do it after show. And
1: it doesn't it doesn't have Dicky Davis in them. Some podcast. Some podcasts would uh, would lap that up. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think somebody was lapping it up yeah. at some point. Yes. Well,
1: hey. Um <laughs> uh, so, yeah. so moving on past the colour strike. Um, <laughs>
0: So did everyone go around seeing in black and white for a while then? Yes, everybody. My whole world. I, I do you know, as a really, really and I mean a really long child, I had lungs, yeah. <laughs> but as a really young child, uh because films and old television programmes are in black and white, and this was when I was really young, I was convinced people could only see in black and white till the early seventies. Well, then they could see in colour. You you um you're probably too young to remember if your whole world
1: went black and
0: white for for a few months. But I, uh... no, I remember. Um, I remember two or three when I was two. Or th- I think my early memories of TV. Um, I do remember watching some kids' programs. Things like uh, Andy Pandy was mm. being repeated, and I mean that's 1950s, mm. and they were still showing Muffin the Mule. That poor mule. That poor mule. But we, he's, he's having therapy now.
1: Yeah. yeah probably gone rusty um now um talking about um t- talking about February 1971 uh, between the 6th of February and the 13th of March bbc Two first broadcast the serial Jude the Obscure starring Robert Powell in six 45 minute episodes that, that's um that's Thomas Hardy I, I'm I'm oh. uh, I'm not a big fan of, of I don't think I'd have watched that
0: um but Which just, Thomas Hardy, though? The, the one who writes the boring books. Uh, ah, right, because, no, I don't know if I've told you before, we have three Thomas Hardys from Dorset. Ah. Uh, wh- wh- one is a pirate. Mm-hmm. He sounds more exciting. <laughs> he was. He was a really nice guy. He, um, and to keep the uh, the government office back and the, the revenue men, what he did was he set up two schools in the county town of Dorchester. And that's why we have two schools called Thomas Hardy School. Mm. And then we have Thomas Hardy, who was um, Nelson's second-in-command. Mm. Kiss Me Hardy. was the Kiss Me Hardy one. Yeah, yeah, he was from Dorset. There's a monument of him up on a hill. And there's the bloke who reckoned he could write.
1: Yeah. who <laughs> Who... I had to do the Mayor of Casterbridge. I don't think I ever read that book. I think did I read, you
0: now? <laughs> what t- did the Mayor of Casterbridge think of that? Well, he tried to sell
1: me, but which uh, is well, for the plot oh. of the book. She's the plot of the book. I think. Um, the uh, I, I, read, I don't remember Billy Piper being any of these. No. Um, and What I was going to say is that I guess this must be one of the first things that Robert Powell did after leaving Doomwatch because that was 1970, wasn't it? So,
0: yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he uh, went for a holiday on the beach. It didn't go right. Winkle down the end of the pier. We've all been there. I was just going to to look and
1: see... Uh, Wikipedia only only seems to have his films. Um, that's bad. <laughs> Are they trying to say that he never did anything other than films? Why is there not a, yeah. that's a...
0: That's a poor show. I'll have to... Uh, that's what they said. Yes. <laughs> he, he was... He did loads of TV. I uh,
1: know, it's just the Wikipedia page only covers his... I'll have to look at IMDb instead. I just wanted to see whether it was literally the first thing he did after doing much. but uh, he hasn't done anything for... Is he still he's still alive, isn't he? he he's still
0: alive. He used to be in, I think, one of the last things he used to be in was
1: Casualty, wasn't it? Yeah, he does not seem to have done anything for quite a while. He must be having a proper... That he's, gone... he's a
0: lazy git, isn't he? <laughs> 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 He um, can earn some money. Yeah. Can do some more work. Oh, oh no! I've, um, so we did. He
1: did, a Z, did two Z cars. Did you know that?
0: No, I didn't. 19, um,
1: 1969. A character called Norris. It doesn't. I don't know where he was.
0: A TV documentary. His last TV work was in 2020, doing Uh-oh. Jazz Sabbath, oh, God. and he is the narrator. Uh,
1: um, maybe that doesn't list because I guess. Um, that's probably in a sec- separate section of IMDb. Perhaps he's been doing
0: documentary-type things rather than acting things. He does a lot of voiceover work. Mm, yeah. how you always used to. No, um, oh, I've got some mixture of. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um,
1: Doomwatch. I know he did do something else. He did something else between Doomwatch and Jude the Obscure. He did Sentimental Education, a TV miniseries. play um, uh, He played Frederick Moreau.
0: Um, anyway, not
1: aware of that. Oh, I remember him in Asylum. Uh, yes, I liked Asylum. In
0: fact, um, turning my head to the left, I'm looking at Asylum now. Mm, That's why he was also in Ash Sphinx, wasn't he? Yes, have you ever seen the Ash I I quite like the Ash
1: Yeah, it's had that box, isn't it, with body with. It's a spirit, thing, isn't it? Thing, it's yeah. a spirit of things. Yeah, I have seen, I have seen that. The asylum, of, of course, is a Amicus film. We it's have, a portmanteau yeah, job, isn't it? We must have talked about that when we did our Amicus episode. Um, let's go back to 1971. So, in 17th February, BBC Two airs Elizabeth R, a drama series of six 85-minute wow. plays. Eighty five, is it that old? <laughs> Starring Glenda Jackson in the title role.
0: I tell you what, she I wa uh c I've seen the repeat of that and um I prefer her appearance on Malcolm and Why. She does uh, is much better on <laughs> yeah, that.
1: Yeah. Gosh, that's a bit heavy. We've got BBC two is it's got not it's not bad enough it's got Jude the Obscure, but we've got uh, an eighty five minute plays of Elizabeth R at the same time, you think? Heavy going, How yeah. Heavy going. I'm sure, I'm sure Lisa would enjoy the Elizabeth R then. Oh, I'm sure. Ooh. <laughs> well, have you sat on something? you sat on <laughs> a tack? Well, you know, uh, Crompty's leaving bits around the house. It's quite
0: possible. Do you, do you know what happened on the 1st of February? 1st of February, I don't know. No, you don't have to buy a radio licence anymore. Oh, what in 1971 or now in, in 1971 71. okay <laughs> now yeah <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> give me the
1: cash i'll look after it for you <laughs> okay <laughs> um well on the 25th of february the animated children's adventure series mr ben airs on bbc yes so a of that uh even I've though got there's far too few episodes
0: but, uh. yeah i've got the uh 50 years of mr ben so many series is in the late 60s and 70s
1: where they just make one series and kind of go that's enough I mean, it's kind of like the opposite of things these days where series is drag on for years and years and past the point where they're kind of that they've seen better day. I mean, I do like a long running series, but yeah. Um on the other hand that you know that I mean, would it hurt them to do some more, Mr. Ben? There there's plenty of other things they could have done. Oh, um,
0: two thousand and five they did some more, didn't, didn't they? I didn't know about that. Um Um oh, yeah, um you know, and things like Randall Hotkirk and
1: and some of those shows I could have done with another season of Randall Hotkirk. Um
0: you know. The books of Mr Ben were published in sixty seven. But yeah, he, um mm. Yes. Old, I don't it? think I even knew that they were books, uh, for that matter, but uh, No, I didn't know they were books, um, but um yeah. How oh, oh, yes. weird. Mr Ben There is a festive road in Putney where it's based. Mm. Um, I didn't mean I thought he'd come from Putney. He didn't strike me as a person. I thought he'd go from Northwest London, rather than Putney, south of the river. So the um, is it going to list the books?
1: No, the Red Knight.
0: Oh, oh, hmm. oh he had an annual out in seventy-two. That's always a good mark of a TV program.
1: Oh, apparently the night of the two thousand and five series was just the, w- the one book that they hadn't done. Ah, um, uh, it was um, Mr. Ben Gladiator. Uh, 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 apparently, in 1999. Is he was... playing Russell Crowe? Yeah, probably. Um, because, because apparently, they had been talking about doing a, fill, a, a, a I take I presume it was a, a live action version. Um, I don't think it would be quite as memorable as just a man in a. No, just a man just <laughs> uh, a man just a man doing things <laughs> you're like okay <laughs> uh, it, 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 uh, very much of its time oh here we go again we've had this We've um, in March 29th of March the US children's educational series Sesame Street begins airing on British television for the first time it will debut on ITV by first airing on HTV I thought it feels like I, I feel like every year um, Sesame, <laughs> Sesame Street is doing something I, and I really thought we'd covered Sesame Street beginning but maybe that was it starting in America or starting in somewhere else or I mean that, that's another one where it always looked like by the time I watched Sesame Street we must have been seeing episodes that were um, f- from the early 70s in the late 70s and everybody looked weird um, yeah, everyone they, looked old, old, much older than,
0: than than, uh, oh, that was the, the thing, wasn't it? Yeah, people always dressed old, and um, and Big Bird looked a bit scrawny then, didn't he? It? it looked yeah. a bit hard in the 70s. It's like Bungle in Zippy, isn't it? He yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. some kind of serial killer. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, so April, 10th of April, the two Ronnie's make their debut on BBC One. Uh, Ronnie, Never mind. Ronnie Parker <laughs> and Ronnie Corbett. <laughs> Uh, it would go on to become one of the most successful and long-running light entertainment shows on British television. No, it's because the BBC
0: had nothing to replace it with, uh, so they tortured us. Ran until (laughs) 1987. They did sort of run out of steam a lot, but yeah. They had their moments,
1: though. I mean, I still think they were better than a lot of the other people that were around at the time.
0: Oh, yeah. No, 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 I I agree with you. I, Um, I agree with
1: you. I know there's that sort of, this common sort of thing where people want to see the f- most famous sketches. But I, I'm always looking for the, that, the the funny sketch that people don't, you know. I, I like to see the alternative. No, other-
0: I'm like you. I'm still waiting for the funny sketch.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think there must be there must be funnier sketches than this. <laughs> uh,
0: no, they're not. It's no, a no. lie. Uh,
1: you're always looking, I'm always looking for something that uh, just out of view, but uh, so proud of, of, of you it never existed. But, <laughs> um, uh, on the 22nd of May Westwood Television starts broadcasting in colour from the Red Ruth transmitter oh um, in, the uh, of,
0: in the middle of Cornwall
1: Yeah. and in June the U- UK's children magazine show Blue Peter buries a time capsule in the grounds of BBC television buries one of
0: their dogs
1: <laughs> alive <laughs> it was due to be opened on the first episode of the year 2000 I Think there's more to that story, isn't there? Didn't they open up and it was all ruined?
0: Oh. Yeah, um, some water had got in, hadn't it? And um, it, it perished because they had I can remember them taking out this manky annual, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really manky and wet and horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, um, the Hard Rock Cafe opened in Hyde Park. In, oh, in, in well, in. Is it Was it actually in High Park, or was it just down the road? No, I, no on the corner of High Park. No, it's okay. just down the road, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's, Piccadilly, it's Piccadilly, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I've been there a few times. I remember that my mother... Forcing my mother to have a cocktail, mm-hmm. and then uh, her uh, all-prim and proper going up to the... Um, Going up to the bar and asking for a slow screw against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I left my mother there who was going red with embarrassment. <laughs> oh, I found that funny. I, can... I must have been, when there was that? I must have been about in my mid 20s when I did stitch <laughs> my mother up with that. <laughs> oh, I like the look of that. Well, you go and order it, Mum. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the one I'm sort of remember, it's sort of down, more opposite, um, sort of high, high pot corner, but more opposite Green Park almost but it might mean that that's not where it originally was but um, uh, there's something there's something boring about politics it's a really long paragraph I don't think I can read it
0: oh it's the milk snatcher is it uh, no it's something to do with
1: a documentary called Yesterday's Men uh, a film about Howard Wilson Talking about the 1970 election, them We've having lost, lost.
0: You've lost me now. Yeah. I've got me,
1: got me duvet. In no, me no, lower. no. I think it should move on. It's just a documentary about the <laughs> previous prime minister. Um, on the 19th of June 1971, the first episode of late night chat show Parkinson with host Michael Parkinson mm. is broadcast on BBC One. Um, were you, were you a fan of Michael Parkinson? He was very, he was very well known listeners who don't
0: know um, yeah he was a bit, he was a bit like a uh, letterman or a ton- uh, tonight with whoever that American mm-hmm. stalwart interviewer was mm-hmm. um, I, I quite i mean i was, i didn't watch sort of didn't really start watching Parkinson till I was about twelve ish because it was on so late wasn't it he became quite famous for being an interviewer because a uh-huh. young lad from barnsley he was he, he did his
1: he did his show from 71 to 82 but then he came back and did it again from 98 to 2007 mm. but he's he's what what did he do in between what was he doing in between 82 and
0: he was the chairman of um cric- yorkshire cricket club mm. He, he did things like Give Us a Clue Even though he didn't Give Us a Clue, clue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah No I think he And he did a lot of radio Didn't he He did that ghost did watch That ghost watch show I do like that ghost watch It's a bit Bit Pathé mm. <laughs> no, What's the word I'm looking for It's a bit Tame now But I I enjoyed watching that mm. Um I saw him recently
1: on on an episode of Neighbours. Well, he wasn't he wasn't recently made. He, he was made in, he was made in 2007, I think. Um, was he doing
0: on Neighbours?
1: Well, well there's lots of, of weird people appearing on Neighbours, but um, it was an episode where Carl and Susan had come to England to get remarried, ah. and um, and they, buffed, they bumped into him. Buffed him Buffed him <laughs> They bumped into Near St Thomas's Hospital Which meant that they could have The backdrop of House of the Parliament Yeah Susan didn't get to meet him For some reason She she was paying for her newspaper And when and when he And then he bumped into, into um, Michael Parkinson And then went By the time Susan emerged He'd gone So It was a little scene But uh, I only saw it because It was one of the episodes They put on Um as, as one of the classic episodes, but, Ooh. Um, so what else happened? Um, we're still only in—I know—I'm in 1972 now. I didn't want to be in 1972. Don't put me in 1972. <laughs> I really muck things up when we're half we're, an episode that's half half 1971 and half uh, yeah, yeah, right. Now I'm in
0: the right year again. Uh, <laughs> it would just be typical. I, I, we have to. We have to come Much back. Much as I would like to be younger, I don't want to stay in 1971. But no, no. you haven't been born yet, have no, you? Not
1: been born. No. God, Sorry, lucky not. lad. I didn't have to watch any of these, <laughs> these programmes. <like> Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> in um, in, 90, in July 1971, nothing happened. Be glad oh, to
0: that's then. that can't be right. Surely something happened. So, July 71.
1: Everyone just froze and didn't move. T- t- TV got t- t- actually. The only thing that happens in August 1971 is that the Pendle Forest Transmitter begins transmissions and becomes the first... Oh, gosh, I can barely get through your sentences without falling asleep. <laughs> the first UHF relay service, I don't even know what that is, to be operated by the Independent Television Authority. Um, oh, ultra-high frequency.
0: Mm, which is probably not high frequency anymore. <laughs> no, <laughs> out of date now. Mm, no. no, there's nothing sort of TV-wise that were. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah.
1: um, in September 1971, more is happening. Some of it's rather boring, but we'll try and get through that quick. More transmitter business. Um, the border television marks its 10th anniversary and begins broadcasting colour, but initially only from a particular transmitter. I can't get through that sentence. Um, uh, and then Westwood begins broadcasting colour. And something about a transmitter, and I'm falling asleep.
0: And, <laughs> is this September. This is September. Yeah. September. Oh, I've got one for September. You haven't mentioned yet. All right. Do you want to tell? But you? It's best? got nothing to do with the transmitter. Good. Yeah. <laughs> tell, me, tell me your. <laughs> the one. old grey whistle test. Oh yes, that's on. Was 16. aired for the first time. BBC, in, BBC Two. In, BBC Two, with whispering Bob. <laughs> yeah. I have got. I have
1: got a best of old oh, grey whistle test which I believe came with a T-shirt, which I used to wear,
0: but I think I've outgrown. Um, Do you know why it's called The Old Grey Whistle Test? I don't think I do. Please do tell me. I shall tell you, because um, it originally the show mark of whether a song was good or not was if the old bloke down the road was whistling it, it, he, he liked the tune. And that's where it comes from, The Old Grey Whistle Test. So if the old grey bloke down the road, who's watched the telly and that listens to the music or whatever, likes the music and whistles it, it's a hit, and that's where it's come from. Literally, that is where it's come from. I did not know that. Um. That's Whispering Bob's idea. Well, I've got a neighbour. He's an old bloke. He, we play some modern, if He listens to the radio. He said, play some modern music. If he if he doesn't like like it, he won't whistle. <laughs> whistle to it. <laughs> And he hears it, so. it ran from seventy-one to nineteen eighty-eight, um,
1: and, um, and it was known just as Whistle Test in the eighties, well, in the, yeah. the mid-eighties. Um, um, the other thing that happened in September nineteen seventy-one is that ITV debuts The Persuaders with Roger Moore and Tony oh. Curtis. Another one of those series that only, well, along this because it was ITC, wasn't it? Another one that just they just did one Mm. season of.
0: Mind you, I think that that would have been expense more than anything else Mm. because they did travel all around the world to do that, didn't they?
1: Mm. Um, Yeah, that's it's the um, Protectors that's half hour, Persuaders is an hour, uh, well, 50 50 minute episodes. Yeah, the Protectors never sort of blew my skirt up. Mm. I have a lot of them on DVD, but skirts no I I, I have a lot of these series on DVD but haven't um, got much further through in fact I was talking to Martin about um, we were doing an episode of Vision on Sound yesterday and we we were sort of he apologised that he he was trying new formats on me or or new formats of episodes um, and and, and, uh, said that we decided that perhaps what we should do is that I'd I'd watch, because we talked during the episode about um, how, like, we all have these box sets that sit on the shelf, um, mm-hmm. and then you might watch one episode, and I said, well, what we could do is that I'll watch, I'll choose three of my box sets and watch one or two episodes mm-hmm. of, oh, of each of those series, and, and then we'll talk, I'll tell them about what I thought um um but of course it may not, may not necessarily be good, <laughs> I hate them, but... Uh, <laughs> um, I've got a list here of the different because I think they sold the persuaders uh, as you say around the world under a lot of different titles. So one of one of the titles is Two Bold Characters in 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 (laughs) Argentina, in Argentina, (laughs) Chile, and Colombia, it was known as Two Bold Characters. Um, Yeah, plenty of hair. Yeah, (laughs) but one of them did. In In Belgium, um, it was known as the Playboys. Um, Yeah, I can get that, yeah. Yeah. In Denmark, it was known as the Hapless Heroes.
0: Um, i
1: get that as well, actually. (laughs) In Estonia, it was known as Crooks and Saints. I can't help but think that's something to do with Roger Moore.
0: Yeah, it's something to do with Roger Moore, isn't it? Uh, And in Finland, it was known as Rascals and Saints. Uh, Rascals, I like that. Rascals and Saints. It should be Saints and Sinners, really, shouldn't it? In France, it was known as... Amicably, amicably yours. Um, Amicably, they never, they never got, they never got the joke, did they? (laughs) Um, (laughs) In in Germany, it was known as the two, which sounds very
1: boring. (laughs) Um, In Greece, it was known as the rivals. Uh, You wouldn't believe what it it was called. In Hungary, it was known as two spoons in every soup.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What? He's got a
1: large ladle. In Iceland, it was known as Brothers in Arms. Uh, it was known as The Persuaders in Iran, Iraq and Israel. Um, in Italy, it was known as Careful About Those Two.
0: I'll <laughs> have your eye out. Uh, um,
1: in Japan, it was known as Two Dandies, Brilliant Adventures. Um <laughs> In, in Latvia, I think,
0: I think Curtis would have something to say about that. In,
1: in Latvia, it was known as the Tricksters. In Lithuania, it was known as the Persuaders. And in Pakistan, it was known as the Persuaders. In Mexico, it was known as Two Bold Characters again. Uh, in N- Netherlands, it was known as the Seducers. Um, in Norway, it was known as Golden Boys. <laughs> <laughs> In Poland, it was known as the Partners.
0: Uh, in Romania, it was known as Brett and Danny. Um, Brett and well, Danny. It, do, they, do they walk into the room and, and the audience laughs and, and um, claps? Yeah. It's in, like some sitcom. In, in Russia, it was
1: known as Extra Class Amateur Detectives. <laughs> <laughs> God! Cite. In Slovenia, Slovenia it was known as the Rivals, in Spain it was known as the Persuaders uh, in Turkey it was known as the Relaxed Ones <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, i keep you the best one to a last well one of the, one oh, of the brilliant. Uh, although two spoons in every soup I just don't get that one um, in Venezuela <laughs> it was known as the two bold characters, in Yugoslavia it was known as the Rivals but finally in Sweden it was known as yeah. <laughs> Sn- <laughs> snobs on the job
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so they spent the episode of two snobs not doing anything and getting their footman to do it for them I, I snobs on don't the, the job, job. Um, God, no. but, uh, <laughs> bring me another wench this one's broken <laughs> um, what else Oh, Sesame
1: Street starts on L- LWT and Grampian on the 25th of September um, and Grampian Television marks its 10th anniversary by beginning to broadcast on color, time, <laughs> on, time. Um, uh, on the 2nd of October 1971 the debut of the Generation Game Ooh. with um, Booth Forsyth um, Sale of the Century begins um, yep. which is a, a popular American game show um, and also on the 10th of October, upstairs, downstairs debuts, which explains why. Um, some of it's in black and white,
0: of course, as you say. Have you got anything for the 21st of October? No, nothing. Oh, Edna the inebriate woman. <laughs> what, what, have, do tell <laughs> me. Have, what? You never, have you never seen Edna the inebriate woman? I don't woman? think so, no. Oh, it's um, played by a very famous actress over here, uh, Patricia Hayes. Oh, yes. And she's basically a homeless woman. She's, she's 60 years old and she's homeless. And she's got nowhere to live and um, it's, she stays at a hostel. And I can remember the, taking her clothes off of her and covering her in flea powder yeah. and giving her a rub down with a brush under a, under a shower. It's very famous. Yeah, it's a very famous um, film. Um, she's homeless and oh, yes. alcoholic. Yes,
1: it's it's listed later on in another. Um, it's, it's it was
0: a it was the second episode of the second season of Play for Today. It was indeed, yes. Uh, uh, it comes from the sort of it's made by the people who make Cathy come home. Mm. It's a very yeah. It's, it's a very sad story. It's mm. a very sad story.
1: It was Patricia Hayes in Hancock. Or am I or am I getting that wrong?
0: No, it's the way she was standing. <laughs> um I don't think she was in Hancock. Oh, is it, oh yes oh yes she is. She
1: um, is.
0: He, uh, she was featured in many radio
1: and television comedy shows, uh including Hancock's Half Hour.
0: Um Well oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry, I take that. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Askey Show. Never mind, no one's perfect. Bootsy and Snudge, you and I, Death Tellers Party. Oh yes, because she was she was Mrs. Cravat. I thought she mm. I thought she was a more than a one-off, um,
1: but uh, I can't remember whether she's in the movie version. She's in Cat Weasel. Um,
0: she's in a fish called Wonder.
1: So uh, on the no- oh, on the tenth of November, two years before I was born, Princess Anne opens the BBC's new Pebble Mill studios in Birmingham. Um, and also, I I'm surprised I didn't know it started. I kind of thought it started learning this. 20th of November the long running children's program playaway debuts in, on BBC oh no I think I'm I'm confusing playaway with play school play yeah playaway was, was
0: a sort of spin off wasn't it do you know how pebble mill got its name I don't think I do it was it was pebble mill road was the name of the road mm. and some vandals had broken the road sign and uh, mm. when they were building building the studios and they still hadn't they were just going to call it BBC Birmingham and somebody says, you need to give it a bit more character. And somebody said, well, why don't we just call it Pebble Mill? They said, well, Pebble Mill, this is Pebble Mill Road. Why don't we call it Pebble Mill? And, yeah, the road the zone road was smashed by vandals and all that was left on there was Pebble Mill. And they said, oh, let's call it Pebble Mill then. Because mm. it was going to be BBC Birmingham. And they thought, that's boring. And that's how... know Beb- yeah, that's a really short story. I, I thought I'd throw it in there. I can't remember if we ever... I feel like... Um, my
1: friend Kerry and I, being that we were at university together, but we were both interested in on TV. I can't remember whether we ever took Sutton Park to Pebble Mill to say we'd done a bit of Pebble Mill, or whether we ever went there without filming. I can't. I just can't remember
0: now. I was going to say, yeah. Um, would because Pebble Mill was demolished about ten years ago, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. W- w- I guess it would have still been there in 92 93 94 but i don't
0: yeah, know whether it, yeah. pebble mill the show had finished by then i can't, I can't remember oh lunchtime at pebble mill or late night at pebble mill mm-hmm. and pebble mill well they, they um pebble mill is known for a tv program called juliet bravo mm-hmm. they filmed that they didn't they because um the, the studios weren't very big it was more like their foyer wasn't it and mm-hmm. doctor who was filmed there, wasn't it because they had um taron and uh, talon's um uh, uh, lighthouse job, mm, um, horror fang rock. Horror fang rock, yeah. yeah. Uh, I definitely seen some.
1: Two thousand and four, it was there too. Because uh, they, they they used to, on the pebble, on the Pebble Mill, like lunchtime show, they used to have like musical guests, but then they'd probably have them like miming in the grounds. Um, I remember seeing uh, a not very successful box of his song um the video the only video on youtube of that song is them singing it on an episode of pebble mill oh, no. running around it, it looks pretty cold out there and lip-syncing <laughs> to the, to the song.
0: other other priceless programs that were made there was um top gear mm-hmm. but that was when top gear was regional mm. and introduced by no edmunds no Female presenter, the first presenter of Top Gear, and uh, it was a regional program. Angela, no, Angela, Angela Rippon, yeah, mm. Angela Rippon. Um, did Howard? Wh- did did, did you know do it? I think he bit, did yeah. a little period no. of it. Yes, no, no. um, Addicts was made in Pebble Mill. Uh, Some of the stuff in Howard's Way was made in Pebble, Pebble Mill. Mm. And Gardener's World. Not much water. Not much more water around Pebble, around Birmingham.
1: Around Pebble Mill. <laughs> for, a, for a program about water, about a marina. Someone
0: um, stole his boat. Yeah.
1: Um, I was just looking at playaway. Apparently, um, it, it was like the sort of like play school, but for slightly older children i remember crack uh, cocaine
0: for six-year-olds
1: I, 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 <laughs> like, yeah i don't actually remember it's one of the few kids programs I, I i don't actually have any memories of anything exactly happening but i do remember i think i quite liked it because i think brian kant was very watchable and i uh, liked chloe ashcroft and yeah um uh, it's, it's rare that i have fond memories of any kids programs so, um <laughs> i mean so, so, some like mr ben and wombles and and paddington but those sorts of more edge i don't think you know things like blue peter it, it, it had to be you know the right moment and things like news around I, like, I don't want to watch news for goodness say? <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, uh yeah there a lot of out of 191 editions of play away, 132 no longer exist in some episodes
0: Good Lord. having been wiped in the early 90s. Uh, yeah, Why, sacrilege. Thought they'd know by then, wouldn't you? Mm. So absolutely. we had people like Brian Kant, Tony Arthur, Derek Griffiths, mm. Lionel Morton, Chloe Ashcroft, Loella Benjamin, who is mm. now in the House of Lords, mm. Johnny Ball, oh, happy days. Now we've got,
1: I've got two more things and then, then we'll quickly Whisk through some of the uh, the debuts of 1971 but I, I need to pin you down before we go about oh please do pin me down <laughs> um i have got you i've got to see we've got to see whether you've you know having been in my presence for the last hour or so um we need to see whether you've got any predictions for the future of the Child Life podcast but uh, um so december the 24th 1971, BBC One airs MR James's *The Stores of Barchester*, the first of several major television short films based on MR James' um, uh, short stories. Uh, of course, uh, they, they sort of became part of a series called *A Ghost Story for Christmas*, and they ran in mm. 1978. I've, and of course, Mark Gatiss has sort of picked up and done some more MR James ones, more recent, like in the last ten years or so. Or, or, um, yeah, I have I have most of those on. Well, I have all of those '70s ones on. Uh, they're, they're known for the M.R. James stories. One of the most famous is the is the Charles Dickens sto- um, story, uh,
0: the Signalman. Uh, uh, oh, the Signalman! Yeah, the Signalman. That's what that's sort of, sort of the go to one. Mm-hmm. Or the one with Michael Horden in Whistle and I'll Come. Mm-hmm. That uh, the, made in black and white. The remake of that is.
1: Not as good, even though it's got John Hurt in it. He's very good, but it's what it's, and it's not. And I can understand why they'd remake it because yes, it's nice to have a colour version, having having got the black and white one. But what they do is rather than totally remake it, whoever adapted it feels they have to put subplots in that didn't exist in the original about an old people's home, and it and it doesn't bring anything to it whatsoever. Um, uh, And no, it's it's a shame because it has got a good. I mean it's not a big cast but it has got you know trying to hurt but some of the, the 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 funny thing is there's two weird ones at the end yeah because the first five are MR james ones and then it's charles charles dickens one is the sixth one the seventh one it is a weird one about a stone circle um and it's sort of more supernatural that's quite strange um and then the last one, the Ice House, is also. Oh yes, that, I remember the Ice House. The yeah, so the Ice House is, I kind of intrigued by it because the the acting is very strange in it, and mm. and people can go, have you seen Have you seen anybody I, the Ice House? Yes. And, <laughs> and, and I keep meaning to rewatch it again because it's kind of became when when I first watched it, we sort of ended up parodying it quite a lot around the house as if we were looking <laughs> to camera, and go, going. Yeah, I like. He was last seen at the ice house. Ice house. house. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a strange flower that's growing on, on, on growing in an old hi- ice house in the grounds of uh, um, a, a health spa, and it and and there's a series of what? strange things happen. And yes, I really must watch it again. Um, yeah, they are they are really good because they're. That there's not a lot that's graphical gory, but then there's always something that's kind of like you. It's
0: all psychological. Yeah. You know? The best, the best ghost stories are sometimes. Yeah. Or you just get a flash of something, or you know, a flash of something you shouldn't see. Yeah.
1: Um, oh dear, this is not a great way to end. Um, the, <laughs> this, is, this is the Boxing Day fair on. Uh, 26th of December 1971, BBC2 BBC airs its first terrestrial television showing of Victor Fleming's 1948 American epic film version of Joan of Arc starring oh Ingrid Lord. Bergman, Jose Ferreira, uh, Leif Erickson, John Ireland and Ward Bond. I mean, I'm sure it's a classic film, but really... Face. <laughs> it, it, it was hardly the most cutting edge, but by, by, so that's what <laughs> the golden age of television. 68. It's about twenty-three years old, uh, and, and is it really? you know, it's, not, it's hardly Malcolm and Wise, is it? It's um, hardly the annual Bond film, is it? At no. Christmas, New Year. Um, there must have been, there must have been a Mortimer Wise
0: episode in 1971. I would have thought. Um, um, I can't I'm not yeah, a Christmas one there would have been. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's. that's I'll have a look for that. Right. But yeah, there should be a Christmas Morkan Wise. Of course, that's not mentioned. I have sort of dabbled into. Um, I'm just Yeah, seventy-one and Wise Christmas show. Is that one of the famous ones? That was ones? broadcast. That was broadcast in 1971. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Um, it is available on DVD. I have it because I bought a set.
1: I bought a set of. Um, there was a particular. I may have mentioned it before. There was a particular sketch I wanted to see, and I tracked it down. Oh, it's got
0: Andre preview on it. Oh, yes. The, um, is that the all
1: the all the right notes in the wrong order, or was that? Or was yeah. It in? Um, th- I think it's maybe 1972, maybe where, where um, they. It's. I was looking for this sketch with Jack Jones in, and I and I've actually checked it, tracked it down to one of the Christmas specials. And it was one of the ones that's not considered quite as classic because it wasn't written um, by by the sort of famous um, writing team of the time. Um, yeah, they had a year off or whatever.
0: Oh, Eddie Brain, you mean? Yeah, Eddie yeah.
1: Brain, yeah, yeah. And I found, I, so I, I, I tracked it down, and um, yeah, there's a, a, a box set of all the Christmas specials, all the BBC Christmas specials, about about a fiver, um, about a three a three disc set. Uh, Wow, so kind of like, grab that. OK, I'll get that. Um, but uh, um, before we leave 1971, I shall just have a look and tell you some of the other things that made made their debut in 1971. Uh, on BBC One, we have things like Last of the Mohicans. Is that
0: is that a first? Oh, yes, that's a TV series. And that starts mm-hmm. Philip Maddock. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it is available on YouTube. I've been watching some episodes. It's rather good. Um, Dave Allen at Large. Um, yep, got Dave Allen. I like uh, Dave Allen. I went to see him live once.
1: Really enjoyed that. And um, that's Your Funeral. It's a sitcom. Um, Ooh, what? It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's. I've um, never heard of it. It's. Uh, Bill Fraser. Um, oh, World, there was a. F- Urban nah. Legends about the funeral industry.
0: Right, because they did a film about mm-hmm. Bill Fraser and I can't remember oh, yeah. who the other f- thing and I think yes, it's it made by made by Hammerfield yes and, that. Yes. and that was called um, it's your funeral it's a comedy yeah. yeah what else we've got well the Mary
1: Tyler Moore show begins to be shown. Uh, some of those series I wasn't even sure whether they'd Come across. Uh, I, it's, it's difficult because I, I guess it was shown during the time, but it, it certainly wasn't being repeated. Mm. A lot of a lot of the stuff I discovered was stuff that was still being repeated in the eighties. That was old, like The Avengers or or Hancock. But Mary Tyler Moore. When I came to watch Mary Tyler Moore, uh, I I wasn't. I was. I found it quite difficult to find out whether hit, some of these shows had even been ever shown on <laughs> on the on the BBC or whether they were just briefly. But uh, uh, we got. Sykes and the Big, Big Show. That's Eric okay. Sykes and Patty Jake's sketch comedy show. Um, how many episodes? About six episodes. That's moving up.
0: Alas, Smith and Jones. Oh, no, sorry, Alias. Smith Alias, Smith and Jones, and Jones the, two, uh, the two cowboys. Mm, I do remember... One of my mum's favourites. That was. So. That must have still been repeated because I'm sort of. That only ran from 7, 71. Channel 4 showed so it. Pretty much. It. Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty
1: much.
0: Like I, uh, and they started up because I remember sitting watching that with mum and mum said, Oh, I like this when it was first on. She didn't use that voice, obviously. <laughs> There's a television comedy show called
1: Ryan and Ronnie, which was originally broadcast. About the two Cray brothers. No. It was... That's
0: a laugh a minute, that was.
1: <laughs> it was originally broadcast in, in, in Welsh. Perhaps we don't remember it too well. Um, it was lost in translation. Oh, what about, you must know about this one, um, Barlow at Large. Um, Barlow
0: is Large, <laughs> yes.
1: Stratford um, John's uh, spin-off of Zed Cars. Uh,
0: um, well, I thought Barlow at Large came after Softly, Softly Task Sauce. Yeah, well... Um, no, that was Barlow. That was Barlow. It could be Barlow is but, Large. It could be Barlow well, is Large. It says yeah.
1: Barlow at Large and then it became Barlow and it's kind of considering it all under one. Um, is it, yeah? Is this does this count as when they did the, the, um, uh, the Jack the Ripper stuff? And uh, oh, no, something that, else no that's, again? <laughs> oh, that's, that's something else.
0: A second verdict, isn't um, it? Um, uh,
1: and um, so, so, um, yeah, there weren't that many, there were four four series, 29 episodes. Um, the first season was only three episodes, then then they didn't do any till '73. Then it was that was ten episodes, eight episodes in '74, and eight episodes in '75. Um, Partridge Family started being shown, O M O N M D ONMD, the Anedin line. Oh, oh. Now, look here, what's that A situation comedy with Barry Cryer and Graham Chapman? Um, I've heard of it. Tom Brown school days. Um, the Snow Goose.
0: He's been goosed. <laughs>
1: um, what else we've we got? Trial. Sense and Sensibility. Sunset Song. All on BBC Two. Um, uh, ITV. Bless This House starts. Doctor at Large. Slapstick and, oh. up, slapstick and Old Lace. What on earth is that?
0: That, that sounds Charlie. a bit kinky It's that, was Is that on
1: late night it, it was Charlie Drake a sketch show um, <laughs> never mind
0: <it> was the, <laughs> follow up, <laughs> the follow up oh dear
1: it's got um got Budgie starts uh a Mother Makes three.
0: Oh, Mother Makes Three that was Wendy um, Craig Wendy um, Craig before yeah. she did Nanny
1: yeah um, did, you,
0: did you ever watch Nanny um I, I'm sort of aware of it.
1: I think it's on my wish list um uh, and of course, there's butterflies as well. I, I kind of wanted to watch. I kind of wanted to watch Nanny, but.
0: Do uh, um, you know I wanted to watch? Do uh, you know I'm 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 in an hour and about buying mm. butterflies because I, I I I it was good when I remember it, but I don't want it to lose its its charm. We mm. um, also got the comedians,
1: which I'm sure. It, wouldn't be watchable these days. Uh, no,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's very sort of work, gen, uh, working men's club to comedians. Uh, we've got The Odd Couple, which obviously isn't a UK show but started being shown. Well, of course, neither is Mary Tyler Moore. Some of these shows aren't necessarily home produced. Mm. Uh, Follyfoot. Follyfoot, um, yeah. Which I don't think I ever saw, but I sort of know the name. Go with a uh, horse, isn't it? Yeah, rivals of Sherlock Holmes. Rivals of Sherlock Holmes. fruity as Lisa would say. I've never, I've never. <laughs> I, I, again, it's probably in my wish list, but I don't think I've ever seen it.
0: Some of, yeah, um, like all things um, adaptations, they uh, they some are good and some are better than
1: mm. good. So um, yeah, they're, they're good fun.
0: Big,
1: We've got uh, keep it in the family.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Is it 71? Good Lord. That used to be on a lot before the news. Um, They only made
1: six episodes. They managed to stretch that out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, It says, what is it? Wipe. Although wiping was common amongst. (laughs) <laughs> he's always there's a lot of tv shows wiped during this period but somehow this one escaped it but
0: <laughs> <laughs> well there's 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 another one of my favorite cheesy tv programs that was first aired in September 15th of september 71 jason oh, yeah. king oh uh, yes uh well, i guess i see that yeah uh i've got that on
1: dvd although i was talking about that with with martin with <laughs> the Funny nuts,
0: uh, yes, yeah, so was <laughs> I when we were talking about cheesy TV programmes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I said you can't get more cheesier than that. Yeah. Uh,
1: we've also got the Marty Feldman comedy machine. Um, we've got Tottering Towers. Um, it's a British comedy television series, never heard of that. Uh, and this one, Lollipop, Lollipop Loves Mr. Mole. That's a sitcom. Oh. That's a Jimmy Perry sitcom. Uh, two seasons. Uh, so I've never seen. Oh, it's uh, Peggy Mount. Um, the the the, uh, the the Peggy the Peggy Mount Calamity Hour. Um, people mention that <laughs> Peggy Mount. Um, yeah, it, the domineering Maggie Robinson Peggy, Peggy Mount, who plays Lollipop, and her timid husband Reg, aka like Mr. Mole, played by Hugh Lloyd. Oh. Uh, are a comically mismatched couple living in Fulham. Um, they married late in life. Lollipop having had aged aged parents to look after, and Mr. Mole having waited for Miss Wright. Uh, the domestic bliss is interrupted by the arrival, the arrival, the arrival of Reggie's brother, the brash work shy Bruce, and his hypochondriac wife, Violet, played by Pat Coombs. The Pat comi-
0: Coombs, yeah. who plays the only. Only ca- she only plays one character throughout her whole entire yeah. acting career. The comedy revolves partly around Reg and Maggie's attempts
1: to get Bruce employed. Um, another feature is Reg's sinus trouble. Oh, that, that sounds that sounds like comedy gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some. It's got some um, good uh, special guests like Gordon Jackson, Michael Bates, uh, Bill Pertwee, um, and but the producers were. David Askey and later Sean O'Riordan didn't he oh. do Sapphire and Sapphire
0: Steel? Sapphire and Steel, yes. Oh, you know, uh, uh, and for uh, for our international viewers, this was the year that David Tennant was born. Uh, yeah, um, A young upstart. What's well, he come, What's he do nowadays? <laughs> I don't know. The um,
1: there's only two two surviving episodes, and they both, although it was all made in colour, they don't. The, the ones that survive are only in black and white but uh, mm. well still we didn't even knew it we'd never even heard of it so oh Sue Nichols is in an episode John Savardant um um I think that's pretty much it now um a few shows returned apparently after a break but uh, um but we won't talk about them we am more interested in um <laughs> oh well actually let's just see series that ended well um all Gas and Gators ended in 71. Never mind the quality, feel, the width. Um, <laughs> that, uh, uh, the Mind of Mr. J.G. Reader. Uh, oh, very good series. Yeah. Um, alas,
0: lo- alas, a lot of that only exists in b and mm, The Lovers, Time Slip and UFO. Um, Gosh, The Lovers. That was uh, Beconstale, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, I think
1: I have got a DVD of that, but I haven't actually watched it. But... Uh, um, I shall have to. I shall have to do that for Martin's Show as I promised. Um, right. Well, we'll we'll um, we'll choose another year next time. But okay. um, are you? I think what we'll do is um, we'll, we'll, we'll play a bit of music, and when we come back, listeners, we'll have one well, all set up to predict the future. If it, well, that's if it works. It may eating a eating a fortune cookie whole might not cause. I
0: just... I didn't touch its hole. (laughs) Let's
1: play some music. (laughs) So, listeners, um, you've set the scene, um, the lights are dimmed, and... Um, uh, and, and I can't um, see! <laughs> Sorry, it's
0: dark I'll, in I'll here!
1: Turn, I'll, turn up, I'll turn it up a bit. Ah! ah. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> well, on your beard. Um, at, oh, I haven't got a beard. <laughs> at least seems um, to have stopped banging, but uh, maybe he'll come, he'll come up and say goodbye before you leave, but... Um, He's anyway. been very active. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as noisy as I thought he'd be. Uh, just before we started recording, he was everything's going
0: off but um, let me give me sphericals a, a, yes. a bit of a buff okay, and and I'll, I'll be all ready for you ok let me know when you're ready yep there I can see the light of day through my sphericals good ok so Warren what do you balls, see balls dear balls oh. sorry so just it, explaining to the cleaner who's looking <laughs> at me through the window <laughs> I sort? don't let her in the house. She cleans okay. the outside. That's the fine. That's all you
1: need. That's the outside um, view that most people see. But, uh...
0: No, shovel it, love. Shovel it. Don't push it. <laughs>
1: oh, um so So, um,
0: yes. Can't get,
1: the, can't get the cleaners. Carry on. Can you look, in, look into your ball? Can you tell, tell me something about the Charlotte podcast? The future of the Charlotte podcast? What's going to happen? In I'm going to month?
0: caress it. Okay. I want to caress it. Okay. I want to... Ooh. What
1: can you see oh
0: oh sorry uh what can i see um i can see another oh on the distant horizon i can see people marching towards us people marching towards us all from different locations but, uh, they're joining hands together and and talking i think i think yes Yes, I can see faces. God, they're a bleed ugly lot, aren't they? It must be a chatterbox. There must be a chatterbox coming. Because they're really ugly lot. Um, yeah. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not sure what... I mean, we kind of do this every four months. I'm not quite sure whether that's just you hedging your bets there. try, I'll, now, I'll, try, try more harder. Specific.
0: Try something more specific. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going for an individual. Yeah, go on. I'm getting belligerent, uh-huh. I'm getting argumentative, mm. smells of boiled cabbage, can only be Yeti Uncle John. Uh,
1: well what's he done this time?
0: Oh my word, you're not going to believe this, I, I I can see him with, with oh my word, quill, ink and parchment. Oh he's, he's not writing again is he? He's, he's writing a play, oh. he's, he's being a playwright. Oh,
1: dear. I mean, he tried to write an autobiography once and I had to kind of have it impounded because it was
0: just... Well, I think it's him. He's wearing tights and a ruff. That's all. He tends, yeah, he tends, to, he tends to, to wear that sort of thing when he's hanging around the house. Oh, something else is happening to him. He's not happy with it. What? what? He is not happy. What? Oh. Oh, no. I'm, I'm a bit worried about Yeti Uncle... Oh, Uncle John, no. He's he's sporting a wound. Oh, what's happened? He's He's... Oh, my word. He's been bitten by a snail. A snail? A snail, yes. you say? I a snail, even... I say. I a d- snail, you say. <laughs> a snail, I say. I didn't even know that snails... Well, I, I think I did know that
1: snails had teeth, but not teeth that could actually bite. Goodness. What do teeth do, then, if they
0: don't bite? Well, I know, but not like... Do they the... do
1: a, a, a dance hall routine? Well, yes, but snails eat That is, They don't eat, eat Uncle John's. They're not supposed to, anyway. Oh. But uh, uh,
0: well, what <laughs> else? Well, oh. well, I mean, let's go deeper. I'm going deeper into yeah. my sphericals. Yeah. Oh, oh. Patina, yes, Patina. Oh. What about her? What, what about? Oh, Patina? sorry. Um, Patina is going to be reunited with a former lover. Oh well, that that makes sense because he, she was reunited
1: with her former lover Max last year, and we yeah. were wondering whether he she gets might. Just a bit we were wondering whether he well they weren't they weren't they weren't reunited in a romantic way they were reunited um in a way where he turned out to be a vampire and he helped but a vampire who, who vampire who vanquishes nasty vampires uh, we we haven't heard from him for a while so we did wonder what was going on with him so well, that, well that's that's positive um anything else well my friends
0: i have one last prediction my okay. friends okay And it's from a galaxy far, far away. Oh, uh, all right. What's going going on? I see a great return. Oh. A huge gathering on the mount. Gosh, Toppy, Toppy coming back on the show. No. Even more unbelievable. (gasps) Ick! From another dimension. Oh, well, that's a relief.
1: Uh, He's been gone for ages, but we, we didn't like to go and rescue him because it's frightening you know going into the other dimensions and things and, and, and i haven't got the legs for it these
0: days um, well he's definitely got the legs for it from what i can see I oh, well, oh well it's a relief it's a t- well, I hurt, it, and he comes yeah. back intact presumably hopefully virginal intact is what i can see in mm. my yes yes Good. It's all attached. Oh, well, Everything, well. Everything's attached to it. Good. So, well, yes,
1: he's coming back in one piece. Well, let's just hope that some of your predictions actually come to pass. Um, oh,
0: that yeah. was exhaustive. That was, that was, well, exhaustive. It, it that was that exhaustive. It proves that proves swallow- that have a wine gun now. It proves it's that. A noisy one. It proves
1: that swallowing a, a fortune cookie hole can lead to. You, you I did not eat its hole! No. Oh, anyway. Um. I think we've run out of time, so uh, listeners, we have to say thank you to um, Uncle Warren for talking to us about TV and for predicting the future episodes of the Charlotte Podcast and um, uh, There will be many more, I can see many more! Oh, good um, and, and, and I hope you'll come back and join us again soon, I will Uncle do, it's Warren.
0: been an absolute pleasure listener, and, it's um, been a pleasure I'll be round to uh, service your audio equipment <laughs> Well, we'll say goodbye. But um, if you, you
1: hang on, if you hang on for another five minutes or so, we'll I'll make sure the comedy comes and say, says says uh, says hello before before you go. But uh, all right, listeners, goodbye for now, and we'll be back again in about thirty seconds time. All right, yeah. bye bye for now, briefly. <laughs> okay, bye, goodbye. Bye. Bye.
0: It's so good to see you. Cromarty, high five.
1: How are you doing there? Uh, I'm doing okay. I, I uh, uh, high five. Ow. Ow. Oh, oh. <laughs> that, oh that <laughs> dear. Me. Um, yeah. uh, I, I'm sorry I was banging around when you were uh, busy earlier. I, ooh, I ooh, I you were very active, weren't you? Well, I didn't no, feel no, you are very... Oh, you are actually a lot quieter than I thought you were going to be. The alarms were going off before um, we started recording, but uh, I think it only went off once. <laughs> oh, I, I'm terribly sorry. Um... Um, what were you talking about? Well, we were talking about the TV of 1971, but we also, um, well, because uh, Warren, Warren um, has been eating um, uh, fortune cookies. Oh, fortune cookies, oh yes, they're a power to be taken notice of. Uh, we've had our own experience, haven't we, Paul? Yes, yes, um, a fortune cookie, or I don't know if you know, a um, mm-hmm. fortune, fortune cookie predicted... Um, um, uh, a big change in in comedy 's love life and Ooh. also um y- 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 uncle John had some um so yes we're we 're big believers in what is written on a fortune cookie is going to come true absolutely a hundred percent but uh, my, my my um my last fo- my last fortune cookie sort of predicted that um um uh, my life wouldn't be very boring and there 'd be another adventure along. And doing the shallow life podcast that that that's pretty much true well, that that pretty
0: much is what happens well, um, I am um, just opening another fortune cookie oh yeah and it says you will have an unfortunate accident outside a gentleman's outfitters uh, who's that gonna happen to you, I you? don't know uh-huh. I don't know it's uh, not Montross. Not sure. It could ha- it could 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 happen to me. I, th- I feel like I don't. I don't know where that's come
1: from. I feel like that, that that this sort of deja vu. There, I feel like this has happened before. Oh no, not a French food person. Maybe, <laughs> no. No. maybe that's why there's an unfortunate accident outside Montross, <laughs> because of the French food. Well,
0: okay. um, Ooh la la!
1: Say boom! Say boom! Oh, and Cromarty. Uh, um, well, <laughs> oh, it John's coming up the path. <laughs> I can hear the theme music quick, coming. Quick, turn the lights I off So we're, we're not in. I think we're going to have to have a quick word with him. Um, but uh, we're, we're, we've got some more music to play. We'll be back in a moment. I've got to go now. I, I am. Bye. I want to come with you. i got to go. Bye. Goodbye, goodbye,
0: goodbye. goodbye.
1: It's been good, but yeah,
0: definitely time to come home
1: now. Wow.
0: Really? No kidding.
1: Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. F&F. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com. Oh, dear.
0: <laughs> What's going on
1: now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go.
0: I have a voice. I have a voice.
1: You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univaspods.net
0: That is so cringe, God, You're a man of culture as well.
1: <laughs> Uncle Warren, it's good to see
0: you. Yeti Uncle John. Give uh, me your wallet. I didn't know you were coming today. <laughs>
1: well, I've, well, been, if, I've been uh, driving around. I've been working. Uh, I, 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 I had to take a, a lady with uh, uh, with with with, uh, with with no handbag um, to, to a shop to buy a handbag, and then she was able to pay me. I don't know how that worked because yeah. she, she didn't have any money, and then she went anyway. I have a feeling i've been
0: involved in a crime or something and not even realized it but uh, oh no yeti uncle john last time i heard you were working for the nhs and taking taking samples round oh, i also had a i had a bus
1: that said that uh, a bus. sorry, I, sorry. No, oh a bus sorry I, I, uh, I, I had a bus i i, I had I, I, well, I was trying to renovate it and and, and it was one of them buses that they were put lies on about how they were going to give lots of money to people, and uh, oh, it's all very political. Oh um, no, I think I've to get involved. Um, yes, Uncle John. Um, uh, I, well, Warren has been looking to the future. Oh yes, oh. Uh, um, oh. with um, some um, fortune cookie uh, sort of um, uh, you know special powers. Oh yes. The powers of the fortune cookie is what 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 have you predicted? Well he predicted um another episode of Chatterbox, which I'm, I think that, I'm not sure if that counts. <laughs> oh no, yes, right. Um Oh predi- come on, that was my warm up. Oh yeah, that's fine. He predicted um he predicted something to do with possible the possible return of Max. Uh Max Dupree. Oh yes. Um the hopeful return of Egg. Oh that'd be wonderful. Yes, he he also predicted that you're not writing anything, are you? Well, how does he know about that? I can't say no. I can't I can't possibly comment. Uh, he, he well. What's um, that thesaurus under your arm? Oh no, it's it's a it's, it's a diplodocus. It's not a theosaurus. um uh, Anything else? Well, apparently you have to be careful around snails. Oh no, I don't I don't eat French food. A bit like Warren.
0: Oh well. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I think the snail encounter is going to be very interesting.
1: Oh, well, I'll have to see. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It's all been very busy. And, and uh, I was downstairs banging at the Robert time. He. I missed it all. I missed it all, didn't I? Yes, You did. You, you you did it. Too busy banging to come and join us. Oh, dear, oh, dear.
0: Bangs got, all evening. He bangs is, all night. He's a this, right banger, isn't it, he? It's the story of my life. That, uh, oh, well, we have to go.
1: Oh, you what? We've got to go. Yes, yes, we've got to go. Oh, dear, how disappointing. Oh, well, there'll be another episode long soon, I'm sure. If not several,
0: um, yes, there will be, several. Oh, well, I hope I'm on one of them. Are you yeah. scribbling yet, Uncle John? What are you uh, scribbling on your cuffs? I'll
1: just signing a blank check. Um, but uh, just, Anyway, uh, but <laughs> I can't speak about it. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh dear.
0: You know what I'd really like to do is get some of that hair off and and then knit a sweater, and, uh, uh, a Yeti hair sweater. <laughs> do you think he's mine? I don't know. Yeesh, I hope that shy Yeti bathed today. That's <laughs> all so
1: I can but you know, when I listen to the shy I can't catch. It me to I don't know why. Six hundred and hundred and sixty-six. Six hundred and sixty-six. Six hundred and sixty-six. Six hundred and sixty-six. Six hundred and sixty-six. Six
0: He's not all that shy is right. Sheesh. Now that one was funny. Mics, mixers, action. Mark your calendars because this September 15th to 17th, Pride 48 is the place to be. Join us for our grand finale and final annual live streaming podcasting event. Experience the vibrant colors of our community with an entire weekend of LGBTQ and LGBTQ-friendly podcasts from our stable of current shows, some that you haven't heard in many years, and even a few brand new ones. It all kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, September 15th. More information can be found at our website, pride48.com.
1: Et voilà